Come one, come all to the After Dark Podcast. The podcast in which Sheriff Anthony does his best to wrangle Conrad through Westworld, one doggone episode at a time. So kick back and grab yourself some Apple Jack, or some Adam's Ale if that's your preferred poison, and get ready for these two wannabe cowboys to ramble the night away. Music was provided by the fantastic Nancy White and Jared Iscariot. Enjoy the show! Hello, and welcome to the After Dark Podcast. I'm Anthony James, and that's Conrad. Hello! How are you, Conrad? It's a weird, a weird pronunciation, but I just did on that. I'm very <laughs> well, thank you. It's it's uh, it's Friday, as it mm-hmm. always is when we record, and I'm feeling fine. Yep, yep, yep. Got to get down on Friday, as they say. But uh, yeah. I've made yeah. that joke several times. I think on this on this very <laughs> podcast. Well, last week, yeah, you got the name of Rebecca Black, the legend Rebecca Black. Wrong. Do I call her Emma Black? I don't know who Emma Black is, but like that's. I don't know. Uh, Rebecca and Emma are very similar names. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pretty similar, you know. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, yeah, but uh, funny enough, there was no comments last week about that uh, misnaming uh, of Rebecca Black. Apparently, oh, the people, the, apparently, the people don't love her as much as I do. You know, she featured in the <laughs> K- Katy Perry song last yes, Friday did. night. You know, so it was a, a hot few years for Rebecca Black. But anyway, uh, we're here to talk about um, Westworld season season three, episode seven. Um, this is a mm. penultimate episode. Um, there is season four coming out. Um, but this is the penultimate episode of the episodes we've got. Yes. Um, so, what do you say, Conrad? I just want to get into it. Yeah, I say let's do it. There's no segue, but th- there's no uh, transition here. But I always forget ha- that. No, I know, I know, no, no. But you know, that's what we do. We say let's do it, and, and you know yeah. what? We bloody do do it, Conrad. It's a, it's it's a it's an audio segue. It lets yeah. everyone know that we're getting down to business. We're getting and, down to business, uh, you know, and no one can accuse us of not. Uh, doing it so when we say let's do it it is it is genuine <laughs> yeah i've done it for several years <laughs> yeah, yeah uh okay so this episode was uh i personally um felt this was one of the better episodes of the season um okay but but that does not say much because because you know it doesn't say much but i i like the whole angle of uh solomon being introduced um so, so yeah. just to catch the, the audience up, the Solomon basically is a prototype uh, Rehoboam um, that yes. that uh, was like the final final prototype before Rehoboam uh, and is like trapped in this I don't know desert base where they yeah. where where it, it, it calculates uh, plans for humanity or like projections for humanity. Yeah, and, it's essentially um, like a rogue AI that mm-hmm. is like Rehoboam, but worse, basically. But worse, and I think it's it, it's also the the AI that was up and running whenever they started the uh, Outliers um, sort of indoctrination mm. that they're doing. Um, yeah. Right. So, okay. Overall, the Solomon sort of uh, part of this episode. What what, did, what was your thoughts on it overall? Before we get into the nitty gritty. Um. So the Solomon stuff was cool. I thought. Um. I enjoyed. So I, I I did enjoy this episode, but I I did have some criticisms of it kind of broadly. The the Solomon stuff specifically, I thought was cool. I I don't know if I loved the introduction to it, just with them kind of going out of the city. I I felt like the kind of the idea of like big wide open spaces outside of the cities is kind of at odds with my image of like a, a dystopian cyberpunk future. You know, like I I kind of was expecting 
Earth to be in a sort of Mega City One situation where it's just urban sprawl and wasteland as far as the eye can see. Um, yeah, all of these these fields are meant to be covered in solar panels. Yeah, or exactly. Covered like in nuclear should, power plants, and 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 certainly at the very least, like privately owned by tech billionaires or whatever. You know, like the idea that you can just kind of ride a horse out into the the surroundings. I, it feels a little bit too nice for what I, the world they were building. But um, I agree. I th- I thought the like the reveal of Solomon is cool. Always a big fan of like a talking AI that speaks in you know in in probabilities and and mm-hmm. uh, you know kind of operates on that level. And I, yeah, I thought it was okay. I'm not sure how I feel about Dolores's plan to. I mean, she didn't really kind of enumerate what it actually involved. She was sort of just like, "We're gonna plug Solomon in where Rehoboam <laughs> was and start a revolution." It seems to be the plan. Yeah, I think she's like. Basically, she's realized that uh, humanity is as broke, like really broken, and yeah. maybe she has is starting to show a fair bit of empathy for, towards humanity. But she, it seems to me anyway, reading the situation, she doesn't want to be the one to fix humanity. So she's making Caleb lead that. You know, she's she's like trying to find the person who can lead, and that's kind of what you were saying at the very beginning of the season, I think. What that she would like develop some empathy for humanity and ultimately sacrifice herself for them. Um, yes, but I even think you said something to the effect of, you know, uh, that, that you know Kayla will be given a job or something. I can't remember exactly, but you know, you were on sort of the right lines in terms of where this was going. Yeah, I mean, it's it's um, it's a very clear direction for them to take Dolores's character. I think I was, mm-hmm. very, you know, I'm pleased that that's 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 where they've gone with it. But um, yeah, I think it's they're exploring pretty well worn territory with her um insofar as they're really doing anything with her character wise I, w- I will say that like the the action stuff in this episode particularly like the dolores and mave stuff was very cool and i enjoyed it um it did kind of highlight to me having just spoken about you know dolores's character arc um over this season it did kind of highlight to me that neither her or mave really have much of a character in this season they've kind of been reduced to cool soldier lady with gun and sword at this point (laughs) which is i'm not i'm not against the idea of and i think they execute it quite well but this dolores is such a far cry from the dolores of the first season it's almost it's they're almost not the same character to be honest yeah oh yeah okay i i see that like i think we've been saying that We've been saying that since like sort of the start of season two. Is it we we couldn't really figure out if she was a good guy, bad guy? What was her plan? Like it's it's it has been up in the air for a lot of the yeah. time. Um, let me ask you this question though: Do you consider Solomon? Uh, do you consider that Solomon has uh, misgendered or no? Assume, no, she, well Solomon didn't misgender, but assumed the gender of Dolores quite strangely. Uh, right after saying that uh, it doesn't have any records o- uh, on Dolores, it-, it-, it referred to Dolores as her. Now, I don't really understand how that happened. Mm. Well, I mean, if we're being if we're being kind of like putting ourselves in the world of in this futuristic world, I suppose it might have you know like biometric scanners or something that can be like. This person, you know, has all all of the you know female organ like sexual organs. So I'm going to mm. refer to them as her, I guess. But I mean, it's a yeah, it's a pretty it's a pretty unnecessary thing for it to do when it could just say they and cover all bases. But you know, 
but I mean, it, yeah, no, there's humans in this day and age who have that problem. <laughs> no, no, I know, I know. <laughs> they refu- they refuse to use the word they, despite it being perfectly so- Solomon acceptable. is turf, we know. Uh, yeah, but but I know. Uh, well, it was a correct gendering though. But the, the thing that just struck me was, you know, Dolores is a machine. It's a machine, and mm-hmm. it was just a, it was just that it followed. Obviously, Solomon can you know look into everything and predict the future and stuff so obviously it, it probably would know but it was just following the line saying it has like no records on so I think yeah said, i do know what you mean. i have no records on her it's like well if you have no records how do you know this machine is a woman uh, yeah it's just um it's using it's some camera somewhere to make an assessment i guess <laughs> is is how i'd read it but it is it is an odd an odd way to write a machine to be honest yeah that's, that's, that's sort of just a little detail stuck with me there okay so um basically we find out in this episode that caleb is sort of i okay so i i, I remember this wrongly the first time i watched this um you know, a year or two ago, wherever it was, I remembered for some reason that he never actually went to Crimea, and and the whole mm. thing, like he didn't even go to the war. Now rewatching it, I see I'm wrong. But I so the whole way through we've been watching this, I've been remembering. Oh my god, he didn't even go to Crimea. But but actually, no, he, <laughs> no, he did. He did. Uh, so he went to Crimea, um, mm. and he had you know, you know, basically found found out he didn't lose his mate over there. His his, uh, right. his mate um, actually Francis, I think his name is, came back. Yeah to america and then they both sort of got the job of hunting down the the outliers um yeah which they were i would imagine francis was as well uh, i didn't really yeah, explicitly yeah, yeah. say francis was but I'm, I'm assuming he is and and that sort of the whole thing ended up with oh first of all the guy from just shoot me uh turned up and uh i was Who i was, was in, the, you know the, you remember the you remember the sitcom with david spade just shoot me no, I've never watched a David Spade sitcom in my, oh, okay. in my life. Well, David Spade wasn't like the main guy in it. He was oh, like okay. the, he was like the little comic comic relief guy. Um, it, you know, it's one of those ones. It's like King of, it's like King of Queens. When you're a teenager, okay. and it's on. You'll watch it, but it's nothing yeah. to write home about. Like, well, they, um, it's for the Just Shoot Me fans out there in the audience. That's a, a lovely uh, reference. Let me tell you, people will know Just Shoot Me, Conrad. You're in the minority here. Uh, oh, okay, just, fine. Just Just Shoot Me, uh, the guy with the bald head and the the, the, the you know you know like the oh, classic... the guy they kidnap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, Can you know, I, I just want to very briefly say something about that man. That, that, like, we've we've spoken on this podcast before about people doing weird things with their like mouths and ears and fingers, <laughs> particularly when we're doing the OA. And the moment where Caleb gives that gentleman, uh, like the 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 Capra Sun thing of water <laughs> to to drink from, he the way he sucks it is so upsetting to me. It's like a proper like. <sighs> <laughs> and like that's the sound you get and he's making the face it's it's just like it's so unnecessary <laughs> like we understand he's having a drink you don't need to flood the soundtrack or the like or the ambient sound with this man making mouth noises it was awful oh my god yeah uh enrico colantoni is that actor's name okay you might recognize him from uh, galaxy quest he's one of the aliens um, i've never seen galaxy quest it's one of my one of my big blind spots oh of like movies god. that are supposed oh to be quite god. good maybe we'll make you watch it for the best it's, t- it's the tim allen thing it's the tim allen connection like it takes a lot to oh, get me to watch no. a tim allen movie tim tim allen's three films that, that, you, that you can watch are toy story santa claus and uh and galaxy, and quest. galaxy quest they're the three which no matter what he does they are the ones we are going it's, it's like michael jackson's be, uh you know couple of beat it or like man in the mirror for some reason no matter what we learn about michael jackson and there is a lot we've learned about michael jackson <laughs> those songs carry on whatever for whatever reason well those three tim allen films will do the same um okay 
Tim Allen has not done anything near the level of Michael Jackson. He's just not very nice person. <laughs> that we know uh, of. Yeah, I that, can... we, mm. that we know of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Michael Jackson stands stay out of our comment section. All right, okay, guys. So we're going to be moving on to chatting about... Actually, have we finished that Solomon chat? I'm not sure, actually. I, I, I wanted to say this, actually. When they decided to have the, the anomalies come and sort of be, you know, I don't know, fixed, I suppose, or try yeah. try to experiment on them, I like the way it was put. Just wanted to mention this line in particular. I like the way they, they said it was that the any projection they did ended in the end of the human race. And mm. the reason why they started, which, and this this is the, the sort of the classic bad guys are doing a bad thing, but maybe it's kind of understandable and you can empathize with it, but still they, it's a really bad thing. Um, mm. And that was that every projection they made would end in the world and the world would end every time humans would well the world wouldn't the humans would be obliterated um so they they said you know every time we ran the data that would happen so therefore the data had to change i liked i like that sort of concept of the idea of like we yeah we 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 went back to the data and started just taking people out of the system to fix it to make the projection work yeah so i like i do i do think it's a cool idea it's kind of like a minority report kind of thing mm, like it is, yeah, yeah. Preempt, preemptively um like removing people who are going to be threats to the system mm-hmm. um yeah I, I think that's cool i think it's a cool idea so that's probably the 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 uh, solomon stuff is probably the best thing in this episode i think because uh i really wasn't into aspects of like I said in the previous episode, that I thought this one seems like it was going to dive into the the mystery of Caleb's past, and mm-hmm. I really wasn't into a lot of what they did with that, to be honest. Um, uh, yeah, I will, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm, I'm similar. I, I I found like devoting so much time to Caleb's past. Yeah, I'm like, mm, I actually don't know. I like some of the story aspects and the world building aspects, but at the same time. Like revealing the app's true purpose and stuff. Yeah, you know, that was kind yeah. of okay. But I think I would prefer that it sort of, like, I don't know. It's one of those things. Like, it was just a character point of him that he had this troubled past. This, it's like kind of like you know how uh, the prequels of Star Wars made the universe smaller. Yeah. Be, you know, it's kind of like that. It's like this guy was like a troubled soldier who like got swept up into all this, but now we actually find out that. He was always a part of it. And yeah. I, I don't know. I, I understand why they did it, but I, I personally preferred the character before I found that out. Yeah, I, I think that's a really good comparison. And I think... So I I agree with you that I think on a, on a kind of just broad level, I like the well-building of like the Russian Civil War. It's kind of like the France blowing up in a nuclear explosion thing. It just gives some, mm-hmm. gives some texture to the world, which I enjoyed. But specifically <clears throat> for Caleb like we knew he had this tragic backstory and it's kind of similar to how um how they how they uh, ford spoke about teddy in the first season where it doesn't actually really matter what the tragic backstory is because when we find out what it is it doesn't really alter anything it doesn't change caleb's plans uh Mm -hmm. it doesn't change his personality and obviously I'll, i'll reserve judgment on this but if he's going to get redemption or you know come to some kind of absolution at the end of this season as a result of this trauma in his past it doesn't really make a difference if we know what it is or not so it just felt like a bit of a waste of time to be honest it kind of Mm -hmm. felt like it was filling the world or filling the episode rather with this narrative that wasn't really in support of anything and was just like this will be interesting let's stick this in here and it was a bit interesting but it was also like I think it really drew attention to itself because 
they did um they like it was like the two t- lord of the rings the two towers when they're having like the battle of helm's deep and then they cut it and go to fucking the hobbits with Treebeard. it was like no go <laughs> yeah. back to helm's deep i want to see mave and and like dolores fighting like i don't want to see yeah, this yeah, shit yeah. like i'm not interested i know and i think also the fact that it was it was so obvious that he was actually the one who killed his friend. Like you could see yeah. that coming an absolute mile off, and it was like, okay, yeah, like I know where this is going. Come on, speed it up, Westworld. Like you're not tricking me here. Like I, I, I legitimately thought the trick was going to be, oh, actually, he didn't kill his friend because it was so obvious that that's where it was going. Yeah, no, I think you made a good point there. Also, the trope of like having a having a uh, you know you kidnap someone who's meant to stay hogtied and then you like let them speak and it's like oh, you shouldn't have let me speak that, you know that is re- that, like that was the bit that i really I, I forgot to mention this actually so i'm glad you've just pointed me back at it the yeah. i really didn't like the pharmaceutical ceo who was like hello i'm captain exposition i've got all this information yeah. but there's no real reason why i would like he knows how they reconditioned caleb and uh, and 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 his friend and exactly how the system works and 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 they kind of hand wave it as he's as like oh I'm a CEO of a powerful company but it's like there's no reason for him to have that information he doesn't need to know it it just yeah it rubs me the wrong way a bit the the conclusion of that, that story that was too yes it was exposition I think if you if you if you wanted to have that scene with with like with no exposition right and you were like okay let's just let let the audience just like you know figure most of this stuff out themselves easy way to do it like they wanted to get caleb to the point where he would kill his friend right easy th- easy way to do it have him get a contract to kill his friend too yeah. you know have them both get the same thing and then caleb has to do it because his friend pulls the gun on him and then i don't know put all that exposition stuff in somewhere else where yeah. it makes more sense and just don't have the dump you know what i mean well they, i mean yeah they don't even need yeah they don't they, they, they don't even need it to be spoken really like it can all be implied it's just it it we already knew what he was saying yeah he was just telling caleb that so we didn't need to know it again caleb just had to kill his friend which could have happened with he got the contract too and therefore we can just assume caleb eventually figured it all out yeah there's a there's a lot of bloat in the middle of this episode to do with that storyline exactly with what you've just said that i really didn't enjoy yeah yeah okay well okay yeah as you say um mave does turn up at the end although at the very beginning we got a little bit of uh, Charlotte Dol- Dolores. Shaloris. Uh, I don't yeah. know what you would call. Yeah, a couple of people in the comments were saying what we what, what, what to call her, and I at the minute while we're recording, I can't remember what they said. So we'll go with Shaloris. But that's Darlet. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. what I'm gonna call. Yeah, that, I really, I really liked um, talking about things that I do like in this episode. I really liked the way they shot um, Darlet on the phone, where because because she's because she's all burned up now, <laughs> like so they yeah, have yeah. to. They, they kind of conceal her by having this very like expressionistic like dark at the bottom and uh top of top of the shot as she was on the phone to um to uh to musashi um yeah it was very very stylish and i i enjoyed that a lot uh, i do wonder what's happening with her because she's kind of interesting yeah she's going against seems to be going against the other dolores yeah now. like which is interesting because does she maybe, think they are the one who set the bomb yeah i guess she must do yeah because i i was at like the end of the last episode i was like okay so charlotte is entering into this very directly in opposition to mave but i guess maybe she thinks that they were the ones who did it as opposed to as opposed to mave which hopefully we get some explanation for how she arrived at that conclusion yeah hopefully well clementine's back too good to see you good oh to see my you. 
can, can I just I say how, I don't know how she's back I don't know this how show back, but... is so inconsistent about how hosts respond to being shot like some <laughs> yeah. hosts they get shot once and they're just like oh Teddy I love you and then they like die and Clementine got shot like seven times in that fight with Masashi and just shrugs it off it's just it's it's a really minor thing in when you view it in the context of the scene but the amount of times they've done like big like death sequences where someone gets shot and then and then like they do th- things like that with Clementine it just makes it feel so inconsistent and frustrating yeah no no i know what you mean also also hang on hang on why is the japanese dragon lady who's like the you know the analog for the for the snake lady why is she on shalorus's side now because no reason no reason whatsoever (laughs) yeah i understand why she wouldn't want to be on uh you know sato what do you what do you call that character his side you know Uh, the 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 samurai yeah Um, uh, masashi i think he's called he might be called yeah yeah, he might be called sato masashi i can't remember his his, his yeah so i i don't understand i understand why she wouldn't want to be on his side because it's not technically him but i don't understand why she's on shalora's side and not like why isn't she on like why isn't she on mave's side like i don't get what's going on here the the answer is because didn't print her but they just wanted to put her back in the show and they're like it's exactly the same thing as what's going on with uh with bernard Stubbs and the man in black where it's like we've got to get these characters in there somehow and and so they're just like she's just inserted into a storyline she really has no business being in and the man in black is spinning his wheels threatening barnold and Stubbs until something happens i guess i and i'm gonna say this to you connor this might be a bit controversial well it won't be controversial at all actually but it might be a bit sort of out of left field i i think most people would they view that will think you know like most people watch that were like oh you know oh my god like they think we want to see clementine again you know yeah. as if like you know as if it's going to be like a big like oh my god yeah, yeah. remember her yeah it's she like was when, great. it's like when everyone comes back in avengers endgame they're like black panther's back except no one's like yeah clementine finally yeah she- exactly but but the thing is i think people people will get annoyed like you know not annoyed but people will think that that's what they're going for but the thing is I don't think that's what they're going for. I think mm. that's what they think they're going for. Yeah. I think I think that this just really speaks of an awkward conversation with the actress who plays Clementine at the end of season two. And you're saying, Don't worry, we got something for you next yeah, year. Yeah, we're cooking something up. Like I don't I don't think it's actually that they're thinking, I'm oh, we'll bring Clementine back. I think it's like, Oh, we have is to this, give her something. Is this the first time she's been in season three? I can't actually remember. Yeah, it is, yeah. She wasn't even in the Nazi uh, you know, simulation. It's just weird, yeah, and and it's like, it's very odd. To so, I feel like they learned the wrong lesson from season two to a certain extent. Like, I think season two suffered from having way too many characters, all of whom were underdeveloped, way too many plot lines that were half baked. And in this one, they were like, right, no new characters, or like, I guess you get like mm-hmm. Serac and um, and Caleb uh, and Liam. So you get like you get a handful of new characters, but for the most part particularly when it comes to the hosts they're just like no it's all the old classics like we're not going to introduce anyone which i guess does make sense because the whole thing with dolores is that like oh we can't make any more so this is who we have um but it is a little bit frustrating for them to just be like no we're not we're not introducing any new characters on the host side it's all going to be people like clementine who i guess we're supposed to get like the nostalgia cheer for but I, I, i don't understand that at all yeah, you're right. Actually, you're right in saying that because the idea of having new hosts would be interesting. Because, like, how cool would it be if you had them like 
you know create a host but they like they like had an ai like order like you know decide what it was going to be or something so yeah. it was a brand new host born rather than just keep and bring back the same ones again yeah um because again as we said it makes makes the world of westworld smaller you know yeah, yeah absolutely um, does I, and like, without a doubt it's not going to make any sense when it happens but without a doubt at some point it's going to be revealed that someone who's never been to westworld has only been in the show in season four or whatever is a host that's going to happen we have to prepare ourselves for that. I don't yeah. know how we're going to explain it, but there are going to be hosts in the real world. There's only so many places this show can go. <laughs> yeah, that, that is what it's going to be. There's going to be... The next season, it's going to be actually everyone that we've met so far is a host. And then the season after that is going to take place on Saturn where they're going to get the satellite with all the hosts, like AIs on it. To and the, yeah, and they're they're the, tr- they're the they're they're actually the true hosts. Yeah. Um. You know, actually, yeah, yeah. I think I think that's where it's going to go. Yeah. So okay. So there's a few other things which we could mention very quickly here. Uh. First thing is that William says he wants to kill all the hosts. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> what do you think of that? I like. I don't disagree. I don't like think it's bad for his character to say that. Like, it makes sense. I guess that that. Mm-hmm that's the conclusion he comes to after going through you know his his um his ordeal in the the mental health facility or wherever it was that he was but him literally saying to um to uh, arnold and uh, not to arnold to bernard now i'm do- uh, now i've just started calling him arnold again as bernard and <laughs> um and Stubbs, i'm going to kill all the hosts so you better kill me first and without any basis in anything bernard is like we might need him and it's just like for what what are you doing what is an old man who's just come out of a mental hospital and is has multiple injuries from multiple fatal attacks he he, you don't need him no you don't need him and if you do need him like put him in handcuffs or something like don't i just don't understand why they would let him get like just wander around grabbing shotguns and shit like it's just so ridiculous it's uh it re- that frustrated me um i don't re- this, i think yeah. part of the frustration is i don't really understand what they are contributing to the story like they're kind of mentioning that they're operating on instructions that dolores kind of left them with but they also seem to be kind of independent as well so i really don't understand what william and um and uh, bernard and Stubbs are doing yeah, at this at this point, to be honest with you, Conrad, I'm starting to view um, William as sort of a, a bit like like the the Billy Mitchell of the of the Westworld. <laughs> uh, like he, he's sort of like this really cocky guy who thinks he's the best at everything. Yeah, but really, he's you know, I, I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if I found out he was cheating. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. oh no! I sh- sorry, I shouldn't say Billy Mitchell never cheated because uh, he does sue people. So, uh, no, <laughs> well, allegedly... I mean, Twin Galaxies have taken his scores down, so they yeah. think he cheated, and that's good enough for me. Um, yeah, yeah, I, 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 I feel like, um, yeah, I, I, I feel like he, he might be well, certainly cheating in terms of the game within Westworld because he was invincible. But I also just feel like he, he's not, um, he, he's writing checks that I don't think his body can cash in the real world <laughs> quite 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 honestly um it's literally so, like you know it's like it's like it's it's like sting or something when it came to wwe or yeah more actually it's like goldberg that's better yeah, actually yeah, yeah. it's like goldberg he just, he just he just can't stop talking about his son you know yeah. what i mean <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> he loves his son 
and he's going to get a, get the idea of loving his son over at any cost. That's uh, <laughs> that's what William's doing right now. But yeah, I, I just th- this just feels like three characters who've been thrown together because they don't know what to do with them. Um, so I, I hope yeah. they get a bit more kind of clarity in the final episode, but we'll see. We'll see. Okay, and the very very last thing which we can touch upon very quickly is the uh, the EMP to end the episode. Yes. Dolores hits the EMP. Is that her gone, or do you think that no. she, that was a plan, a plan to get uh, and hoping Caleb would rescue her? Yeah, no, I think that was that was her putting her faith in Caleb to rescue her. I I, I will say, like, I do think the Maven Dolores fight was very cool. Um, it v- visually looked great, and um, it, you know, it was exciting. I I did kind of while I was watching it, you know, seeing these two women in like skin tight black leather with samurai swords and sniper rifles. I was a bit like, this isn't how this show started <laughs> this is like a gi joe movie or something but i mean it was still cool to look at um and you know i enjoyed it um i think the the big emp was her like basically saying if if caleb doesn't come and save me then mm. i'm effectively dead because no one everyone else yeah. here is dead um so i'm like me and mave are both gonna go out together um but i think i think caleb is going to probably bring both of them back in the next episode and i don't know they've had their fight now so i don't really see where the kind of big conflict if there is to be a big conflict in the final episode is actually going to come from maybe it'll just be them talking it out Mm. and then going to get together well this is this is like maven almost evil so we'll see what happens with her next um caleb does have the memory pen which uh must be the largest storage memory pen in the world (laughs) yeah it's got like a petabyte of space on the on that memory pen but but also um like dolores it is worth noting did check that the memory pen was done before she clicked the emp um so that was sort of what she wanted from it but there you go guys that's uh westworld episode seven we're back next week for the last episode of westworld there's been a few people asking what we're doing next basically for people who listen to the end of this episode we're gonna take a little break until 1899 or until something else comes up that we're, that we're interested in plenty more stuff on the channel i'll get into more detail with that next week but uh just for you guys who stick around to the end give you that little nugget of information yeah, um, if there is anything you want us you want us to check out like even if like it's a series you really want at one of our opinions on uh then we can definitely do something with that but maybe we'll be in the week to week uh format we are going to take a little break from it uh and then we're going to come back strong for 1899 uh all right guys thanks very much and we'll catch you next week goodbye Goodbye.